Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had a great weekend. And thanks for checking in with us here to start another awesome work week. Let's make it productive, but let's make a goal to make somebody's day this week. We can do that. And we're going to start it off in a great way with a fun trip report. We're headed up to Canada near Toronto with listener Julius today. And we're going to hear his trip report from back in May where they checked off a bucket list item. They stayed at the Polynesian. It was his wife and himself and his six-year-old son. And they went to all the theme parks and used GD Plus to see just about everything. They had some great meals. They'd never been to Casey's. They also went to Space 220. We hear about Kona. We just hear about great times in the parks, dining, meeting characters, and why sneaking off to the parks after your son falls asleep back at the Polynesian is just like being a kid in a candy store, and why character interactions are so special when you have a young son. So today's show, so much fun. Let's take a virtual trip to Walt Disney World right now. Don't forget our show, always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Our agents are standing by right now to help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip for no additional cost to you. Our services are absolutely free. So just swing by the website today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's just one quick click that takes less than two or three seconds. You can bookmark it and use it as often as you can. We really appreciate it. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And our Patreon supporters keep us going. You guys are the best. So thank you very much to our Patreon supporters. You can become one this week as well. Just $5 a month, less than a Starbucks coffee. And you're with us all month long. And you'll get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. We'd sure love to have you in that Patreon family. So come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,427 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rollman, for BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend. I know, just a two-day weekend. It's rough, right? 48 quick hours. But hey, we're back at the grind, and we're going to get you out the door and down the road with a fun trip report. And I know it's, uh, well, it's not as cold as it's been most places, but uh, it's still wintertime. And we're going to give you some warm thoughts here on today's show because we're going to talk about one of my favorite resorts with South Seas uh, uh, ideas and palm trees and all that good stuff. So we're going to have a great time. But we're heading up to Canada today, which I love. I mean, this time of year makes me think of the Maple Leafs, the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, you know, if you're looking, thinking out west, the Oilers, the Calgary Flames, the Canucks. I yep. always say, man, best hockey played up north, even though I'm a St. Louis <laughs> Blues fan. We have Julius. Julius, yeah. thanks for coming on the show today. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much for having me. It's uh, I, I was on, I, I haven't talked to you in a few years, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a while since I've been on, but so I'm very excited to, to talk about uh, finally taking another trip down I, to Disney World. I'm so glad to have you. So you were up uh, in the vicinity of Toronto and uh, mm-hmm. here as yeah. we are, I think it's real close to the, uh, the hockey all-star break in the NHL. Um, just mm-hmm. a little background on, uh, are you a hockey fan? I mean, uh, you know, Hockey Hall of Fame up in Toronto. So uh, what's the situation up there? 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm uh, kind of a passive Leafs fan. I'm not. Uh, I'm not the, the biggest hockey fan. Baseball is my favorite. So I mean, right now I'm kind of in that mode of you know refreshing Twitter every few minutes to see if the Blue Jays have finally done something <laughs> or not. Um, and uh, yeah, just looking forward to pitchers and catchers reporting in uh, less than a month. Right. That's so right. yeah, that's uh, that's exciting. Exciting for me. So yeah. Yeah. As of recording right now, it's a month from uh, the Cardinals because uh, I'm a big Cardinals yeah. fan here at St. Louis. Uh, one yeah, month from sure. today, we uh, Cardinals play baseball. So, you know, yeah. uh, the, the frozen tundra will be behind us here shortly. It's always a great sign of spring. And I just got to say, yeah. man, I've, I've always kind of been a Jays fan, like on the uh, on the outside, because it seems they do it right. And they, the, lately, they really tend to like to take our Cardinals. You, you guys really, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you have an affinity for our players. And so <laughs> yeah, I like to root was, for uh, our guys up there. Yeah, it was a lot of trades last year. I think it was three trades between them last year. And even <laughs> going back a few years before that, like Randall Grichuk, too, yeah. and uh, uh, Colby Rasmus a few yeah. years before that as well. So, yeah, no, they're definitely uh, match up quite quite a bit on trades. I, I, I would have liked to, to have seen them resign Jordan Hicks, but. He, uh, he wanted to be a starter, right? So he uh, he went elsewhere, but... Yeah, I know. He's not a starter. I mean, it, it, I love yeah. it. The guy wants to be a starter. Like, he is committed to that. He's been... I know it's yeah. in sports open line, but I'm just saying. He's committed <laughs> to being a starter. The dude can throw 107 miles an hour. Just throw it for a couple innings, dude. Just yep. be who you are. You can throw the ball through a, through a brick wall. Yeah, Just sure. throw it for an inning and make your millions. Just yeah. knock off the starting thing. It didn't <laughs> work. But anyway, and I just yeah. got to say, Jay's... Probably the coolest logo of all time. As a kid, I just loved, like, I wanted a Jays yeah. hat because I'm just saying, <laughs> oh, nice. there's some classic ones, but the Jays have just like the coolest logo. It's it's awesome. Like, I mean, yeah. that just makes you love them. But it, as a kid, that's like the, because I always had the plat, you know, I don't know if you guys, because you're real quick, the, the mm-hmm. base, the, those cheap little plastic helmets that you could get as yes. a kid the batting helmets i had a few oh, of those yeah, yeah definitely. i always wanted a jay's yeah. one that, that was that was like the holy grail i never got one oh, nice. but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad if, if, if i find one i'll send one to you oh, there you go. I, I don't think one. i have one anymore but yeah <laughs> with a little browed like rig on the inside that would adjust for your your head yeah. uh man the good old days that sounds like a mike in the midwest episode anyway let's talk <laughs> about your background with disney though because it has been a few sure. years we're going to talk about your trip but um you know how's the passion for disney get started for you and uh you know you, you were a disney podcaster kind of put it on hiatus there mm-hmm. because you got a small child yeah. now and i understand how life gets busy but uh just kind of fills sure. in there yeah uh so i mean the, the well the very first time i ever went down to disney i was uh was in the mid 90s with my family and you know we we drove down in our our minivan and um it was, uh, you know, but I wasn't terribly into it at the time. Like, you know, I, I enjoyed the rides and everything, but I wasn't all about like, oh, the, the whole Disney thing. Um, for, for me, it really kind of kicked off as an adult. My, my wife and I went uh, for our honeymoon in 2011, not to Disney World, but to uh, Universal Studios, to Wizarding World of Harry Potter, because um, we were both big Harry Potter fans. We met while we were working in a bookstore um, as well. And uh, but then we, we decided, hey, like, you know, next year, why don't we do both Universal and Disney? And uh yeah, just, I, you know, we started going down that planning rabbit hole, reading all the guides, starting to listen to the podcasts and everything. And um, basically, we were hooked at that point. Uh, you know, we, you know, we went down in 2012. And then we started going every year since until 2015. Um, and then uh, we kind of put put that on hiatus for for a bit when when my son was born. Um, and, uh, you know, but I've been, you know, kind of in that, you know, living Disney every day kind of thing mm-hmm. since then, whether it's listening to podcasts or reading books, uh, watching YouTube videos um, of uh, a lot of the vloggers down in the parks um, on a daily basis. I've got, you know, Disney Legos and 
all that kind of thing. So yeah, definitely, uh, uh, like, you know, really into it kind of on a daily basis. So let me, add, this is always kind of, I think a hard question to, to answer, but mm-hmm. I like to ask it because I, this, this is just one of those curiosities for me when I, I love talking to people about, about the fandom. If you had to describe what it is that keeps you engaged with something mm-hmm. like, like Walt Disney world, like the parks for me, I mean, just for example, for me, it's, it's the logisticals, it's the logistics of a place like yeah. Walt Disney world <laughs> that, that it's, it's 24, seven, 365. They have their own buses. They have their own roads. Everything's manicured perfectly. Just how this place carries on, you know, it just, it never stops. Like that is what, you know, really blows me away. And just, it's so deep, you know, there's so much to it, but what is it for you? Because I think it's a different thing for everybody. So what is it that kind of drives your your fascination for everything? Uh, I think that, that that a huge part of it is, is just the attention to detail overall. It's the, uh, um, I, I love the fact that everything has a backstory. Even if you, you, like you go into a place like Dinoland USA, for example, like, you know, a lot of people kind of walk in there and, and just see, uh, you know, what they think are off the shelf carnival rides and, you know, maybe some cheesy dinosaurs and, and that kind of thing. But there's a whole backstory to that, mm-hmm. to that land. And, you know, it's just uh, like, you know, having, having done a, a Disney podcast as well, where I was kind of focusing on the historical aspect of the, the, the parks, um, just getting to really research all of that, uh, all those backstories and find out just the, the sheer attention to detail that gets paid to everything that goes on there um, is, is, you know, it's just one of those things that's just kind of hooked me in, you know, um, and, and also just the uh, um, like, you know, when you're going into like a like a, a, an attraction like Pirates of the Caribbean and seeing all of the, you know, how, however many dozens of animatronics they've got in there and um, and uh, all the, you know, the costuming, the, um, the the detail on their faces, you know, that kind of thing like that, that all just like, you know, really kind of like, you know, makes me think about how much work went into it, how much imagination went into it. Um, and that, I think that that's just one of the things that just keeps driving me back in. That's, uh, that is so true. I mean, because you cannot, you know, in most places, you know, a hot dog stand is a hot dog stand, right? I mean, exactly. it's, it, yeah. it, it is what it is, but at Walt Disney world, there's a story behind the hot dog stand, right? I mean, there's a whole, yeah, like, sure. <laughs> it, this is why it looks like this way, you know? It, so let me ask you this just an aside before we get into the trip. Have you, have you ever made the truck out West at Disneyland yet? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, uh, God. we, we were kind of debating it this time around, um, you know, for, for my son's first trip, whether we were going to go West or, or, or just go down to Florida. Um, we opted for Florida just because, uh, you know, no time difference and, uh, it, uh the flight's about half as long mm-hmm. and we, and we know Walt Disney world already as well. Whereas, you know, even though Disneyland is very compact and, you know, everything is like, you know, right there, we just, you know, thought to ourselves, well, we don't really know it. So it might not, you know, make a ton of sense for us to, uh, since we won't know our way around and everything as well, right? From everything you said, though, I mean, because with the attention to detail, you, you I'm just telling, because I mean, I'm still new to, to Disneyland, but I mean, the, yeah. the, just the layers of everything out there, it, it just yeah. below, because I mean, Walt Disney World is exactly like you said, there's so much detail in everything, but Disneyland was like that, just, uh, you know, just a little bit deeper, even. I don't know, yeah. because just because of the longer history, right? And yeah, you hear sure. all the stories, you know? So you, I, I was just thinking of you, like, because I just got back from there, <laughs> that you would appreciate it so much. Like, you would yeah, just be like, yeah, I, I definitely you would, would go so slow through the park. You'd be like, I can't. <laughs> I, you, you'd be stuck on Main Street for, like, five hours. Like, you would never, oh, make, I, you'd never make it to the partner statue. It's, it's wild. Oh, for sure. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about your trip though. So tell us when the trip took place and uh, how it all came together. And then we'll kind of talk about the details of it. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we went down uh, uh, this past May, uh, middle of May, um, 2023. And uh, we the, the way it kind of started actually was even like going back to 2019, because we had a trip planned for 2019. Um, I think it was like end of August, early September, which is time of year that we've gone down a couple times before. Uh, so we knew that you know, it's hurricane season. Um, but, you know, it's also obviously, like, you know, like a cheaper time of year to go and less busy and everything. Um, but then Hurricane Dorian uh, was kind of um, supposed or predicted to make a direct hit on Orlando. Uh, so we canceled basically a couple of days before we were supposed to head down. Um, and, uh, and then we thought, well, we'll go in the spring. Then COVID happened. Mm -hmm. So uh, we had to delay a few years, but yeah, you know, this year we finally, uh, you know, decided like, you know, to, you know, pull the trigger on it. Um, you know, Disney finally you know, started to release some post pandemic, uh, promos and, um, you know, discounts and that kind of thing. So we, uh, yeah, just, just decided this was the year to, to, to try to make it down. So when you guys plan the trip, you know, and it, it finally starts to, you know, the time's right. It's, you know, post pandemic, everything looks like it's, you know, this, this is go time. Finally, it's long yeah. delayed. How do you guys plan? I mean, do you, do you talk with your wife and decide like, okay, we're going to like deciding on a hotel and deciding on again, locking in the dates, you know, within the, the time period you're thinking about going like, what's your planning like and what kind of tools do you tend to, to go to? Yeah, a, a big thing for us is uh, trying to get down there at a time of year where it's not going to be as busy. Mm -hmm. um, also, just trying to kind of keep an eye on the weather and see, you know, like what's a good time of time of year to go in terms of weather and everything. Um, but yeah, for, for us, uh, the the amount of people in the parks is kind of like a bigger consideration. Uh, so we looked at a bunch of crowd calendars and uh, like, you know, read some blogs and that kind of thing just to kind of suss out when might be a good time of year to go in the spring. Um, and uh, so, so that's kind of how we decided on, on the time that we wanted to go. Uh, and then in terms of the uh, the resort, like, you know, we were, we we're looking at a bunch of different iterations because obviously there's a pretty big price differential between the deluxes and um, somewhere like uh, Port Orleans, which we've stayed at before, um, or, or even like one of the uh, um, the, uh, the the value resorts. Mm -hmm. um, but Polynesian Village had been on our bucket list for so many years. And, you know, we just thought like, you know, our, our kid's going to get a, a big kick out of it as well. And, uh, you know, so we thought for like, you know, first time, you know, going down there, you know, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do the bucket list item. And, and, you know, they also just had things like, you know, the pull down or the, like, you know, the pull out bed and, you know, like you know, just kind of some, some better amenities and that kind of thing too, that, that we thought would be helpful. Now, how old was your son on this trip? Just so we got a six. Okay. Sick. Yeah. yeah. Perfect age. So you guys, it, I mean, I think everybody, like everybody tuned in today, you know, I mean, a lot of folks probably listening at Polynesian, they've probably done it. You know, I, that's one of yeah. the few resorts, like I, that one in the contemporary, I've never stayed there. And, but I mean, I've, you know, how many times have I eaten at Kona or Captain Cook's, yeah. you know, or just yeah. passed through, you know, like had an outdoor dole whip, you know, out by the pool or something, you know, everybody has to go there and hang out, but Everybody that's yeah, passed through always wants to stay at the Poly because you see it in yes. all the promos. And it's just, I mean, it's just quintessential Disney. And uh, it, it's definitely, you mentioned bucket list items. So let's, let's have a quick review of what you thought. Did it, did it meet? I think a lot of us just, I'm kind of worried, right? Because, you know, I'm 50 years old now. Like I'm old and like I've had this expectation as long as I've been in the Disney fandom. And I'm, you know, I get scared when I have, uh, you know, something that I've looked forward to this long that it just, at this point, I'd, I worry that it wouldn't meet my expectations because I've, I've wanted to do this so long. So I hope it did for you guys. I don't know. How was it for you? 
Oh, it, it definitely met our expectations. And I think the part of it too, is because we uh, like, you know, we weren't at one of the, you know, kind of further out um, uh, houses. We were at Rarotonga, which is like, not even like a stone's throw away from the main building. Like you could like roll a stone in and hit the main building, right? It's, it, it, you know, it was, you know, right there, which was just perfect um, in terms of like, you know, logistics, getting to the monorail, um, you know, getting in uh, to, you know, Captain Cook's to grab breakfast and that kind of thing. It, like it just kind of hit, hit all the marks um, on that. Uh, the resort itself is just, I mean, like, you know, so beautiful. Like, you know, you, you want to spend time there as well. Uh, like, you know, we've stayed in value before we've stayed at, uh, at all-star for a couple nights and, you know, we just, it, it was kind of one of those things where, you know, we weren't necessarily like itching to get back to the hotel, you know, but, yeah, yeah. um, with, uh, you know, it, you know, with the poly, we, you know, we were like, you know, it's, it's great to, you know, come back and spend some time, get in the pools and, you know, just, you know, just enjoy the resort as a whole. So yeah, def definitely met our expectations for sure. That's, yeah. Cause I mean, the I have hung out there a little bit because friends have stayed there. I know, you know, we we uh, we played poolside games there one Fourth of July because yeah. you know we're the, the foresters were staying there. They had some other friends staying there, and uh, we played a little Scrabble, a little uh, I forget we were playing uh, Yahtzee uh, poolside at the Polyne at the Polynesian. That pool, just watching everybody, uh, you know, uh, going down the slides and just having a good old time. I mean, it's just such a great atmosphere, you know. We're yeah, for sure. Just having a fun. And we had a rule that if you got a Yahtzee, you had to immediately do just a plank into the pool. I mean, we nice. weren't really swimming in the pool, but that was the rule. If you got a Yahtzee, you had to go directly into the pool. And we have a videotape of that somewhere. So uh, lots nice. of fun. But OK, so that was good. Now, let's talk about the uh, the touring of the park. So you guys were there when the crowds were lower and hopefully yep. nice weather. So you had all these good considerations. I hope that kind of yep. all played out. So how was touring during this time? Uh, it, it was it was very interesting. I um, so for, first of all, weather wise, not a drop of rain, which oh, is man. so rare for Florida. The <laughs> yeah, entire no like six days that we were there, not a drop of rain. It was hot, sunny the whole time, which was you know which was great in terms in terms of touring. Um, you know, sometimes it was a bit you know, you know too hot, especially like, you know when you, you know when you're toting a six year old around and you know they're getting tired and everything, yep. and you know they just want to go go go. But uh, but yeah, touring was I mean like. You know, my, it's funny because my, my son's got an early, early bedtime. He just, he's just one of those kids that goes to sleep early. Um, and, uh, and that didn't change at the parks either. He, he just like, he, he didn't want to come back to the resort to have a rest in the middle of the day. He wanted to just keep going, going, going. We thought, you know, that's fine. You know, we'll just kind of like, you know, do, do our few hours in the parks and then, you know, head back, we'll have dinner, he can crash. And then, you know, uh, basically, you know, one of us could then go out to the parks and, you know, have, have a bit of an evening on our own, that kind of thing. So, so we did that as well. So that it, it, it ended up working out, you know, pretty well, because we pretty much did, I would say 80%, 85% of the things that, you know, we kind of wanted to do. Um, and, uh, you know, and, you know, didn't have any issues in terms of like, yeah, touring the parks or anything like that. So. Yeah, so I was going to ask you about that because I saw it, you, you provided some great notes to kind of lead the conversation today. And I know you you noted that later on that you were able to kind of sneak out after your son. You took yeah. turns like sneaking out and especially with the location, staying at the poly, just yeah. hop the monorail. Boom, you're at the Magic Kingdom and you can do, you know, a whole bunch of rides real quick and, and really yeah. enjoyed it because the Magic Kingdom's awesome at night. But I was going to ask you with, with your son as a six year old. As far as, you know, in the parks, like attractions, character interactions, like what did you learn that worked well that maybe you would like to pass on to our guests? Because so many of our guests are maybe going for the first time with a child in that, you know, uh, like preschool, early, early elementary school age. And they, they, they don't really know what they're getting themselves into. And this could really be a yeah. great resource for them. 
Yeah, I think uh, a, a big thing was is having snacks because uh, he definitely got hangry a couple of times and you got to try and fend that off as quickly as possible, right? That happens to the best of us, man. That's me Oh, yeah. Too. <laughs> oh, it happens to me as well. He takes after me. Um, but yeah, so that, that was important for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, just um, I, I think being flexible is just one of, one of, one of the biggest things as well because uh, I, I know we, we had uh, – there was one day that we were at the Magic Kingdom and we were uh, we had our um, – uh, uh, GB plus reservation for uh, jungle cruise coming up in about an hour or so. And we thought, well, like, you know, we'll kind of hang around adventure land for a bit. Maybe we'll do, you know, Tiki room, like, you know, we'll do magic carpet uh, of Aladdin. And we went on magic carpets, went around, got off, we want to do it again. <laughs> of went on, got off, wanted to do it again. So we did it three times in a row because he just, he, he wanted to see us get spit by the camel basically. <laughs> um, and uh, so, it, yeah, it was, it, it was just, just one of those things where I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, it's not my favorite ride, but I mean, he's having the time of his life. And, you know, that that was just, you know, so important. Um, we didn't realize also how in love he was going to be with all of the characters that he met. So then it became like, you know, where, where we thought maybe we're going to do like one character greet a day or something like that turned into doing three or four. And, you know, just having that flexibility uh, was really important because that was basically his favorite thing to do. Um, one thing that, that I wasn't planning on was the fact that he, he just didn't want to do any shows. Um, you know, so, you know, didn't want to do Festival of the Lion King, didn't want to do Enchanted Tales with Belle, which is too bad because I was, you know, really hoping maybe I could, you know, do some participation in yeah, that. Yeah, because you, you, um, I mean, you, you, you would have been a knight, dude. Everybody's, a, for sure. every dad's a knight. <laughs> I've been a knight like four times in that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was really hoping that was going to be the time. And, and no, but yeah, he, he just, you know, didn't want to do any shows. And, and like, he loves cars, but didn't want to do the, uh, the Lightning Queen yeah. show either so and uh and you know muppets same with muppets and i love muppets so it was uh it was it was just one of those things where it's kind of like look in the past you know we had our vacation when it was just the two of us but now it's also his vacation and um you know being kind of like you know flexible with that and sensitive to that i think is is, is a really key part you know not necessarily giving into everything like them have their way the entire time but you know also just kind of understanding that hey like you know this is their first time there and you know there's just some really magical stuff happening and you know, they, you know, they want to keep doing it. So in your son's defense, I remember when I was about his age, maybe a couple years older, they had a few shows at our six flags and I hated going to the shows. Yeah. Like they had something <laughs> called the Chevy show at our six flags. And really what it was, it was like a domed little building and it was sponsored by Chevrolet. And I think it was 3D. I don't know. It was something where they just like, you kind of looked around and they drove cars around. Like, and you were just like kind of like on bench seating and like everybody, like my parents always wanted to go to it. And I'm like, no, man, there's all these rides. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Like we could ride, you know, the, the mine train roller coaster. We could ride the Momo, the monster. that was like an octopus ride. You know, we could do all the bumper cars. Like what, why are we wasting our time on the Chevy show, you know, or going to see, you know, the, I don't know the, the divers, they had divers back in the day, you know, it was like nice. grandma wants to go see that. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm with your son. I get it. So yeah. let me ask you this though, about the attraction. So how did you balance, you know, cause I'm sure you, cause I think you said in here, like some of the, the e-tickets, you know, like yeah. rise and guardians. And I mean, yeah. did you guys get to experience that? Did you just kind of do, you know, one stays with your son? How does, how do you kind of get to do those type of attractions throughout the trip? Yeah, so in terms of the the e-tickets, uh, there was only a couple that my son was interested in doing. Uh, he, he he gets a bit of motion sickness, um, so we you know we were trying to be kind of like you know really uh, sensitive with that because obviously then if he starts you know throwing up or something, then 
bad know, news. You know, we might have to shut the day down, right? So, <laughs> uh, you know, so so we don't want that to happen. Uh, we, we did try Flight of Passage because we were at Animal Kingdom the second day that we were there, first full day that we were there. Um, and he he enjoyed it, but you know, he said, oh, you know, like you know, my tummy bothered me a little bit sometimes, and um, you know, so we were you know kind of tried to be be sensitive to that. Um, so there was a lot of times where yeah, like my my wife and I would you know would switch off. Uh, you know, when she went to do Tron, I was on Buzz Lightyear with him, and then um you know then she did you know people move her with uh you know with him while i went on tron and you know that kind of thing so we managed to get all of the e-tickets done that we wanted to do um except i wasn't able to ride ratatouille um but that was it um so it uh it ended up working out you know pretty well in that regard you said rise best attraction you've ever yes. done. I, 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 i'm yeah. with you because it is it, it's so multi-dimensional right i mean it's yeah. like you're in this section okay well it's continuing on with a we're going to kind of pause here and have like a story with, you know, a live character interaction. Okay. Now we're back on something that's almost like a ride. Now we're, you know, we're in a totally different type of an experience and it's, uh, it, it, it's, you know, now that we've had it for a few years, I think people are starting to take it for granted a little bit, but you know, that first couple of times you get to experience it, it's just like, wow, this is something I've never seen before. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there's, I, I mean, like, I think that because we've been down there a few times in the last few years, uh, there's, you know, not a lot that's new. Um, so it's like, you know, when you're writing something for the 20th time, like you still love it, you still appreciate it a lot. Um, but there, there's not that element of surprise anymore. Like, you know, with Rise, it was just like, like you know, to me, I was just like, like, I, I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect. I, you know, for the last few years, I've stayed away from the spoiler videos and everything because I didn't want to know what it was. I wanted to experience it fresh for the first time. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm really glad that I did it that way because, uh, you know, going on it and just like, you know, being, you know, being surprised by everything, you know, that happened on it. Um, just, uh, you, you know, and, and understanding kind of how ride mechanisms work and stuff like that too. Like, you know, like, like the fact that a lot of it was just so seamless and everything was, right. was like so impressive. Um, I'm just, I, I, I'm glad that we got to do it though, because it was, uh, the ride was down for about three and a half hours that day uh when we had our, our lightning lanes for it as well so but then you know we were a bit kind of just refreshing our phone every every so often to see um you know when it was going to come back online and as soon as it was back we we happened to be pretty close to galaxy's edge so we just kind of ran in and you know and you know my wife did it first and then i did it and yeah i was you know so glad that we we got to do it because yeah we're getting worried that we might not have been able to squeeze it in that day so i hear you and i appreciate yeah. that you started to stay away from the spoilers because i do too and it's like yeah it's hard as somebody who, you know, I, this is what I do for a living, like all day, every day, like I'm in the Disney stuff constantly. And it's like, you know, it, it's really hard to not, you know, go down that rabbit hole of like, oh man, everybody's talking about it. But I want it, you know, I don't want my first experience with a new attraction to be like a YouTube video. Like I want yes, to, exactly. That, that's why I think I fell in love with Disneyland, right? Because like I had, you know, I'd listened to all the old Woodway radio shows and, mm. you know, I'd heard history of Disneyland, but for the most part, I did kind of stay away from like I'd never seen an Alice, uh, Alice in Wonderland uh, ride through or anything like okay. that. And so, yeah. as wacky as that ride is, like it was all new. And you know, I did yeah. Toad way back when I was in fifth grade at, at World one times, but so that was long gone. But you know, you get all these new experiences and you don't know what to expect, and that you only get that once. You know, so you don't yes. want to you don't want to have it on YouTube. So I, I I like that about you now. You mentioned one thing kind of follow up here. So you guys were using Genie Plus and yeah. It, so what's your review of that? I mean, because you'd been times before that with FastPass mm -hmm. Plus. I mean, uh, how, yeah. would you, how would you rate that? Yeah, I mean, I still I, I still miss FastPass. Uh, <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> I mean, I, too, you know, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just the flexibility. And every, I mean, it, it, 
I hate paying for it. Yep. Um, you know, that that's the thing. But if they just kind of copied FastPass and just charged you for it, it would have been better than kind mm-hmm. of all the, Agreed. you know, the, the mess that they had trying to figure out kind of how to, how to do it this way. But I mean, for, you know, for the most part, though, it, it helped us get onto the attractions we wanted to get onto. Um, like, you know, we were able to do everything we want to with, with fairly, you know, minimal weights for the time of year and everything like that. Um, you know, and then doing, you know, lightning lane for a few attractions and, you know, paying a few extra bucks for that too was, you know, was also kind of tough, but nice in the sense that, you know, we were able to do those attractions and kind of guaranteed doing, you know, things like Tron and Guardians and um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Rise of the Resistance, which is, you know, some of, some of the ones that we really, really wanted to do. Um, we, we didn't do any park hopping. So, I mean, we, we did save the money on that. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, it was basically kind of like a reallocation of, of you right. know, the funds that we would have spent on park hopping um you know to you know to do these so i mean at the end of the day it was kind of even evened out anyways yeah i think a lot of people are doing that like they're just deciding how am i going to take my my bucket of money and like or you know i got three buckets where am i going to put the put the money you know it's it's the same amount of money but you know park hopping like individual lightning lanes genie plus how how are we going to do this yeah it's it really does kind of the the thing that gets me you know it, it, it is just my opinion on things because it is like a guarantee. Say, say you're a huge Cosmic Rewind fan, which I'm fortunately, you know, guys have won. I can't I'm saying this. Fortunately, I get a little motion sick, so I can't. I've given up on Cosmic. I've tried it twice yeah. now, and, <laughs> and both times it nailed me. And and it, I'm just, it's not, it's not for me. I know it's an amazing attraction because I've been on it twice, but it just yeah. makes me just slightly ill, and I just don't need that at a at a theme park. Um, but I, the thing is, I just don't want to pay. Like I've paid an emission cost that's pretty high to get into that theme park. And it just gets me that I have to pay additional to do an attraction that is inside that theme park that I paid to get into that day. However, yeah. it is a guarantee that I'm going to get to ride that ride that day. You know what I'm saying? But it's, yes. it's just like, if you'd have told me that 10 years ago, I said, you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it's just one of those things. Logically, I know the world's changed in the last decade, but when I look back on things, you know, I think that's the thing is you just got to have a different mindset, right? You you can't yeah. look back some days. I think it's kind of what you're saying too. It is, it is what it is at this point, but uh, you know, it, 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 we wish it, it could be a little bit different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's kind of one, one of those interesting things that, that uh, a company like Disney's kind of able to get away with in terms of, you know, conditioning their customer. Right. To you just don't think about change, it. Just, right? and, <laughs> Cause well, cause I think when you're in the park, right. It's not, it's not, it's almost like it's not money, right? It's like you're just yeah. hitting it on a, it's an app, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like a virtual credit or something. And, you know, you're yeah. thinking, oh, well, I'm just going to do it. You know, it's tied to my credit card. It's not yeah. money, you know, but it, it is. Okay. So real quick, let's talk dining <laughs> because you guys had some really cool yes. dining experiences. So thinking back, um, what worked well for you? What were some of your better meals, either, you know, quick service, table service. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so I mean, uh, like a lot of six-year-olds, my son's favorite foods are pizza and uh, noodles with butter. Um, Nothing so, wrong with that either. I'm just saying. Nope, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, well, I, you know, for me, I, I can't eat dairy, so I mean that it, it does work for me as well. But um, but what we found was uh, uh, like we did um, pizza fari the, the day that we were at uh, Animal Kingdom, and uh, like you know, my wife and I never eaten there before. But I mean, it was just it, that day. It was exactly you know, what we needed for just like, you know, a quick meal that was going to be easy to do and, you know, go down well. 
and you know it was you know it was perfect right and like you know they give you the little oranges as well um you know and you know instead of fries or or whatever it is and like you know it was it was just a great kind of recharge in the middle of the day you know just like you know go and get some some quick pizzas that you know taste pretty decent as far as i'm concerned um and um and and then we and you know we did pizza rizzo another day when we were hollywood studios and um you know so in terms of what like you know the quick services and stuff like you know those worked you know really well um like you know doing doing those you know the little personal pizzas doing chicken fingers and stuff like that i mean like you know for a kid that's all you know that's all they need and tell me pizza rizzo at least you went upstairs to the uh the the wedding reception hall we tried okay so so we were my son and I were, we were about to go up and then, you know, the, uh, but a cast member had closed off the stairs oh, because there no. were, there was some broken glass or something oh. like that all of them. And yeah, they had to clean up. So yeah. yeah, and, just... yeah and unfortunately we had a, a reservation coming up. But oh, that's what that yeah. Run, it, so. Is a, uh, is a former uh, wedding reception DJ that, that <laughs> they nailed it on the aesthetic up there, man. I'm yeah. telling you what, man, that makes me want to play uh, unforgettable by Natalie, uh, Natalie Cole. Nice. Every time I'm up yeah. there, you know, like it's, yeah. the, it's the mother son dance, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, let's hear it for the mom and the groom and his mom. All right. Yeah. yeah no, it was, it, it was, it was just one of those funny feelings of like, you know, so close yet so far. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's so weird though. I mean, like yeah. they got it up there. It's just like, it's the weirdest aesthetic, but God, they got it right. It's just, yeah. uh, it's like they're in my past anyway. So g- give us a couple other great places you guys done. Yeah. Um, we, uh, uh, we did, uh, um, Kona cafe. Um, the, I think it was like, yeah, the, uh, the second night that we were there, I finally, I mean, I, am not a big drinker, but I, I got a Lapu Lapu, which was again, a kind of a bucket list item for me to, you know, <laughs> it's hard to spend 20 bucks on, on, on a drink and 20 bucks us too, which is like, you know, 27, $28 Canadian. So, you know, it's, it's a lot of money, but it, it was, it was very good. And I'm glad and that's, that I finally, uh, yeah, finally and did it. If you're not a big, dr- and I'm not a big drinker either, but I mean, yeah. a Lapu Lapu, they get you. I mean, that thing's a, it will. It's a pretty yeah. powerful drink too. It's a potent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. But was, <laughs> yeah, but I enjoyed it. And every once in a while, I got to treat yourself. So yeah, exactly. yeah, that's, that's what I decided to do um in terms of uh you know we, we end up doing captain cooks for breakfast a lot of days like especially with our proximity to, to the main lodge like i mean i just you know would kind of wake up do a mobile order for our food run in grab it you know come back and you know it was it was a good way to start the day like you know just you know having having a good quick breakfast before getting out the door as well um and we did uh we did mama melrose uh one night as well which was which was good um you know, my, you know, my son enjoyed it too. I just really loved, liked the atmosphere of that, that whole, uh, of that restaurant in general. Like, man, I know, know that it's, it's kind of one of those places that doesn't always get the best reviews and everything, but I mean, you know, to me, the food was, was, you know, pretty good. And the, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the overall atmosphere was, you know, was really nice as well. Um, and, uh, but definitely the best, uh, well, actually, t- uh, two of the better ones we had, you know, finally got to Casey's, which I'd never, uh, eaten at Casey's before. Oh. So like, you know, I'm glad to, you know, we were finally able to do that and got to, you know, sit outside and basically as soon as we finished eating the festival fantasy parade came by. So, you know, then we just kind of like, you know, you know, ran over a few feet and just, you know, we're, we're watching the parade go by, um, you know, we, which was awesome. Uh, but we did uh, space 220 as well nice. one day for lunch. And that, that was just a phenomenal uh, time. I mean, you know, very expensive, but, but definitely worthwhile. I mean, like, you know, j- just the whole, the whole thing of like, you know, going in, you know, going into the space elevator, um, the, uh, and then, and then, you know, walking out into, into the main dining room. I mean, like it was, you know, we were in space, you know, and <laughs> like, like, you know, my, you know, my, my son thought it was so cool. It's like, wow, I can't believe like we're in space. How are we in space that, you know, 
only took like a few, you know, a couple minutes and right. Like, you know, but yeah, it was just, it, you know, so well done in there too. And, and, and the food was good. Most expensive plate of expensive plate of pasta ever. Oh, hundred percent. Know, Cause for, you're paying for the for experience, right? I mean, yeah. cause you know, the space elevators don't come cheap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, but, but no, I, I, I find that, find that it's one of those things like, you know, that like, you know, despite the price tag and everything, like I, I don't hear a lot of people complaining about it because yeah. like, like I hear them say like, you know, it's well worth it because that the experience, the atmosphere is just, is just so good. And you know, you, you can't beat it. I think if you're a kid who, you know, it, you know, it's basically like, wow, I'm in space. Right. right. And perfect age. I mean, again, I mean, yeah. perfect age for really anything at Walt Disney world, but especially for a meal like that, you know, because yeah. I mean, that is taking you to a different you know, time and place. I mean, boom, yeah. you're, it's so immersive and you're right. We don't talk about that very often on here. So I'm glad we got to discuss that today. So a um, couple of minutes left. We let's, let's kind of revisit real quick at the end here that you did have that opportunity to kind of go back into the parks after you, you said your son usually went to bed around eight or so yeah, kind of yeah. crash. And, you know, you could do that with that proximity to the magic kingdom and, you know, yeah. the Epcot via monorail too. Um, it's Polynesian. So, how, how did that work out? You know, going back into the park solo and just kind of hitting classics or e-tickets or favorites. I mean, was it was it like a kid in a candy store kind of situation? Or oh, tell, tell, I mean, because I mean, I go yeah. solo too. That's kind of what it is for me. But tell us about that experience. Yeah, hundred percent. So it was. Uh, I had uh, I had two nights uh, where I where I was able to go back in, and both nights uh, ended up being Magic Kingdom nights just because of the the park schedules. Um, so like, I would have loved to have done a, a different park. Um, you know, you know, the second time I went out, but you know, I thought, hey, like, you know, there are definitely worse places to be the Magic Kingdom twice. <laughs> um, you know, at night. So the the first time that I went, I got there uh, basically as uh, everyone was, you know, parked on Main Street for fireworks um and 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 in the central hub so i basically went in i i'd made a, a genie plus reservation for space mountain i walked onto space mountain um there was nobody in the back half of the park like at all so you know because everyone was 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 waiting for fireworks so i did uh you know space mountain um haunted mansion big thunder and pirates uh within like half an hour oh, um and, you know, and everything was a walk on like Haunted Mansion had the 13 minute sign up. It was a walk on Big Thunder was a, was a walk on and I was able to take fireworks or sorry, uh, pictures of the fireworks as they were happening while I was on it. You know, so That's I'm sliding it. around in the roller coaster <laughs> with my phone out, you know, trying to take video and pictures and stuff like that. But yeah, that was a really cool experience to see the fireworks while I was on Big Thunder. Um, and uh, but 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 I think that the coolest of the four was was pirates. Um, I was on a boat by myself. Oh man, see, I've uh, never I, I've heard of people, I, and yeah. I've I've been there like late, early. I never had that. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess trying during fireworks is, and and it, it was funny because like you know I got off you know the attraction, and I mean I, I loved it because I was able to just kind of like you know just like you know, I was looking around the whole time, oh, like, yeah. you know just. You know, because, you know, then no, no one's thinking I'm a weirdo or anything like that, like, you know, like, like looking all over the place. But yeah, like it was it was it was just like, you know, that great thing for me where I was able to just kind of like take in everything that I wanted to take in. Right. Because there was nobody to bother around me. Um, and uh, w when I got off, the cast member was like, you know, so is it weird being like, you know, like seeing all the contracts <laughs> and everything like that when you're by yourself? Like, like, I can see how some people might be creeped out by it. But I could. Yeah, I bother. could totally see that. It yeah. would be it'd be a slightly eerie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but no, I I really enjoyed it. It was it was a it was a great experience. And then uh, the the second night that that did Magic Kingdom, there was extra magic hours for deluxe uh, hotel guests that night. Um, but all, uh, some of the shows and stuff still ended at nine o'clock. Um, so basically, when I got in, I went to Carousel of Progress because it's one of my favorites. 
I'm like, I have to do that this trip. I know my son won't sit through it, you know, so I've got to do it on my own. Um, now, see, and yeah, now, I just, okay, uh, I, was, I was sticking up for your son, but he, we got to get him on the Carousel of Progress thing. I mean, yeah, just, just yeah. for the music. I mean, he's got to sing the song. Like we, oh, for sure. He can, okay, I'll give him with the, you know, Lion King. Like, I mean, I love that show. That show is awesome for Animal Kingdom, but I'll cut him some slack there. It's kind of long and it's, you know, yeah. like a musical. But Carousel of Progress, man, we, we'll have to talk. He's got to get into that. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's a bit older, I think he'll appreciate it more. But yeah, no, I, I got to sit front row center for that and, you know, took a, you know, a, you know, bunch of pictures and stuff like that as well. Just like, you know, some of the details, because I love looking around, you know, dur- you know, during the scene at all the details and everything that are going on there. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, uh, and, and then, yeah, um, had a, a short wait for a Seven Dwarfs Mine Train as well before I headed back. Um, you know, to the hotel, you know, as well. Cause I figured, Hey, like, you know, not a lot of opportunities to ride that with a short wait. So oh, never, I mean, yeah, I had one, it was at the media event before they opened it. That was the last oh, time nice. I had a short wait for that for seven doors mine train. And I got to ride it with a kid from uh good luck, Charlie. <laughs> that was oh, great. Absolutely. I know Gabe. <laughs> that was so, uh, that's my claim to fame. Gr- Gabe and uh, grumpy cat were there. Cause everybody was, nice. everybody was around this cat and I had no idea who it was. So I turned to Pam Forrester. I said, why is everybody around that big, <laughs> ugly cat? And she's like, you don't know who that is? That's Grumpy Cat. I'm like, who is Grumpy Cat? She's like, it's a meme. I'm so dumb because it's like in 2014. I'm like, what's a meme? She's like, you're so <laughs> dumb. And she's like, just look them up nice. on the internet. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And she's like, that cat's worth like $5 million. Yeah, so I'm like, crazy. shut up. What's wrong with me? I'm like, why don't I have an ugly cat that's worth $5 million that's <laughs> being carried around and fed caviar yeah. or something? Yeah, anyway. I've got to get mine to pull his weight a little bit. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Ricky's got, I'm telling you, Ricky's sitting on this dog. You might have seen her pop up on the video every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. ugly as sin. But I mean, it's so ugly. She should make it a meme. It's uh, It's got like this underbite. She, she could be a millionaire. I keep telling her this, but uh, everybody, nice. everybody can hear it now. So there you go on the podcast. There you go. It's worth she, a try. She, um, this dog, he's so ugly. He's cute. Anyway, so as we wrap, so give us one last memory from this trip. Was there like like a moment that sticks out from this trip? Because I think every trip kind of has like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like a seminal moment that like, you know, sticks with you. So is there, is there one from this trip? Yeah, we, uh, I mean, all the, the character interactions that we had were just so great. And, uh, yeah, at first we, you know, we weren't sure if my son was going to be afraid of them or if he was just going to be, you know, have, have like you know, some trepidation about meeting them and everything. But he he just ended up loving them, you know, so much uh, that we ended up doing, a, you know, a ton of them. But Minnie Mouse in particular, he fell in love with. And uh, you know, the, you know, the, there was a night uh, uh, where we were at the resort, and uh, we were in the uh, I forget if it was boutique or if it was the other shop. Um, and uh, he saw like a, a, you know, a mini plush and, you know, he just like, you know, kind of came up to us uh, like, you know, I really want to take Minnie home. I go like, you know, how come? It's like, you know, because she's so beautiful and I love her. And we're just like, you know, it, it, it you know, especially with boys, like, you know, those, yeah. you know, those things aren't going to last, I think, you know, for too long. So it was just, you know, kind of one of those moments that, you know, we definitely, you know, treasure, um, you know, quite a bit, just like, you know, how he interacted with all the characters and how much he loved them and everything. And, uh, you know, we, you know, we got photo pass, which was amazing because like, you know, we didn't have to worry about, you know, doing those pictures and like, you know, worrying, you know, who had the camera, you know, who was doing this or that, everything was kind of taken care of. And, you know, that just, you know, really, I think like, you know, helped, helped quite a bit as well, just to capture all those memories. So. Absolutely. And when he goes away to college and you find that Minnie Mouse, <laughs> You'll be like a bawling blubber of dad. I'm just saying, oh, yeah. just be ready. Yeah, and I'm sure. Now that you have, you have PhotoPass and Memory Maker, you got to have mm-hmm. a picture of you solo on that boat on Pirates. 
I do. Absolutely. I was I do. Say, yeah. You put that thing on a frame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, it's my Facebook profile. <laughs> okay, good. I was going to say, because yeah. that is, that's epic. Now that I know that you have PhotoPass, because you got a picture of that. I yes. was, I was going to yeah. ask, I was like, I probably didn't have PhotoPass. But now that I know you did, I'm like, oh, you got, a, you got photographic evidence of you in the boat on Pirates yes. by yourself. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Julius, thanks so much for coming on the show. What a great report. I mean, it's a great resource for folks heading down and, uh, just a, a great way to start the week, man. I, I was right with you visually going through the Polynesian and all the parts and man space <laughs> awesome. 220 and all that. So I really appreciate it. And uh, I know it's kind of late to say this, but uh happy new year. And I hope 2024 is a great year for you and the family up in Canada. Thanks for you too as well. Thank you. So is there anywhere people could check you out online? You got anything going on though, before we jump out of here? Cause I know you, uh, yeah, you, you had the old show, but, uh, any, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I had to pull it down uh, for a little bit, just, uh, obviously like, yeah, just cause of hosting, uh, you know, costs and everything like that, but I found a new host for it. So I'm going to be, I think like, you know, kind of taking like, you know, my better episodes I did over the years and, you know, uh, you know, reposting them. So storybook radio is the name of the the, the podcast. And then also uh, did, did another one just, uh, just this past winter, or this past fall um, called uh, uh, Campfire Christmas, which is just like a little six part mini series on the history of Christmas. Um, and uh, you know, I'm hoping to do another another kind of short season, um, you know, that, you know, this coming fall as well. And, you know, hope we make it kind of a yearly thing, but uh, you know, cause I, I love Christmas as well. You know, Disney and Christmas are a couple of my favorite things, obviously. So, um, but yeah, I'm hoping to bring back, uh, you know, some new episodes of Storybook Radio in the near future. I'm doing some research and doing some writing right now. So yeah, hopefully I'll, you know, be able to, to kind of record some in the next, next few weeks, you know, few months kind of thing. So, yeah. All right. Well, check it out. Well, Hey, good luck with that. And, uh, like Thank I said, you. uh, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks a lot. All thanks right. For Don't forget today's show brought to you by the magic for less travel. We are standing by this week to help you plan a great Walt Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruise line adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by the website today over at the magic Please also use our Amazon affiliate link at BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. Those clicks support everything we do throughout the year. And thank you so very much to our Patreon supporters. You guys make this show possible. If you're a Patreon supporter, you can support us at just $5 a month, less than a Starbucks for a whole month. And you get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. They're a lot of fun. So come on over and support us this week. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Give me a follow on social media at Be Our Guest Mike, Instagram, Twitter, and Threads. And also, we have a live call-in show this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We turn the show over to you. You give us a call, and you talk Disney with us. And we'll be on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. So give us a holler. We'll talk Disney with you Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We'll be waiting for your call. All right, we're jumping out of here. So for Julius up in Canada, I'm Mike here in the good old USA of Missouri. You guys have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.